Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Coming to you from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Time to uh, bring in Katie Enzer with the Child Advocacy Center, joining us here in studio this morning and a lot to talk about. Uh, Is there something going on this week? Good morning, Brian. (laughs) Yes, we are excited. It is the week of the Hometown Heroes Walk for Children event on Friday. And so we are can't believe it's the end of April, the end of the last week of uh, Child Abuse Prevention Month as well. So we are excited. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, looks like weather's going to cooperate, I think. It has been beautiful the last two days. We're praying that, you know, it continues. But weather is the one thing, right, we can't control. That's very uh, true. I think it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks like maybe low to mid-70s on Friday and Uh, Looking forward to that. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, but we've got a special guest joining us here today as well. Do you want to help me introduce uh, Sergeant Robertson? Certainly. We have uh, Sergeant Cherie Robertson from the Laverne Police Department on with us today, and we're so thankful she was able to join us. I'm going to hand it over to her to tell us a little bit about herself, but she's also on the Hometown Heroes um, Committee, and so we're so thankful for her and and those, all of those over there in Laverne that um, also support us daily. Sergeant Robertson, how are you? Great. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, I am so proud to partner every year with the Child Advocacy Center. They are a tremendous resource and benefit to the community, especially when it comes to the unfortunate circumstances when children do find themselves in an abusive situation. Uh, We can take them to the Child Advocacy Center and they do our forensic interviews and they are a crucial part in the prosecution um, of the offenders. And they are nonprofit. So anything that we can do, um, especially in Laverne, Um, on the other side of the county anything that we can do to support these guys because they support us so much throughout the year so tell me a little bit about um how how you became involved on the committee i I understand you've done this for quite a while i have well um i work in the community services programs and uh, i went out and i made myself familiar with the child advocacy center because i knew how much they did for us And so all those ladies there are great and we became fast friends and um, we consider them heroes just like the other heroes in the community. And I knew immediately I wanted to be a part of the Child Advocacy Center and what they do. So uh, kind of you can give us an interesting perspective, Um, you know, not that that we want the CAC to, to not be there, but let's think of a world with the CAC not here. How, more, how much more difficult would your job be, and uh, how, how would this really uh, affect our community in terms of child abuse and reporting of that? Well, the Child Advocacy Center, they bring an um, environment of comfort, whereas 
if we had to bring the child into the police department and we had to interview them there and let's say they have to tell their story to one person then they have to go tell their story to another person then you get the da and the courts involved things like that it would be a lot more difficult whereas we have one place that we can take them and they can, they are made to feel comfortable and it's an it's a warm environment for them because they've been through something that's traumatic especially for a child so in that world without the child advocacy center i believe that um the reporting rate would go down i believe that the successful prosecution might be hindered as a result you know, um, no child every child deserves a uh, great childhood and when something tragic like this happens to a child they need the support and the comfort and I that I believe that the Child Advocacy Center can do. And you know, it would be a tragedy if we did not have them in our community. The uh, the CAC, Katie, um, has, has been around 20 plus years or whatnot. And I, I thought this was an interesting statistic I found on, on your website. In the last 20 years, the CAC, in collaboration with the Department of Children's Services, law enforcement, and the DA's office have worked together to investigate and prosecute 16,000 child abuse cases, assisting in over 24,000 individuals, and training over 12,000 people how to protect children. So um, the CAC has been very busy in the last 20 years, unfortunately. But, you know, at, at least we're... Um, prosecuting these cases but also the training is important too it it is brian um and i'm just so glad you brought those numbers up in 20 years absolutely we've been able to just exceed expectations in the community but also being able to prevent hopefully is what we'd like uh, child abuse and child sexual abuse uh, in the homes of all of our rutherford county and cannon county and laverne <laughs> uh, neighbors and, and families um, but the darkness to light training is is absolutely um, a very special and unique what we call hope it's going to certainly try to teach parents, organizations, family members, uh, caregivers, daycares, uh, about five, it's, a, it's five simple steps on how to prevent child abuse. Mm -hmm. And we do those virtually. Um, we love in-person events, right? But it's certainly, we once COVID hit, we were able to pivot very easily to um, virtual trainings. They can be between 30 minutes, an hour, three hours worth of training, and it's a very informative, uh, interactive training as well. Um, and I just think it provides great information for community members that would like special education training um, or just to know a little bit more about how to protect children. Mm -hmm. uh, Katie Enzer is with us today uh, with the CAC and also Sergeant Cherie Robertson uh, with Laverne Police uh, also on the uh, um, Hometown Heroes Walk for Children Committee. And... Um, Sergeant Robertson, I, I wanted to come back to you to talk a little bit about um, the the work by the CAC and and being in Laverne. Sometimes I, I think our friends in Laverne maybe feel a bit uh, left out or, you know, so close to Nashville and all this kind of thing. But uh, the CAC really works to bring all the agencies in the county together uh, for that benefit. I'm sure you all see that. Yes, they do. And you're right, we do back up to Nashville, so sometimes we do feel a little bit left out. But 
I believe getting um, familiar with the ladies at the CAC and learning about what they do and how they've benefited Laverne, um, we have a valuable resource and we have an advantage because we are a smaller community in Rutherford County where I know Davidson County is bigger and I feel like that sometimes there may be things that fall through the cracks, but being, being in a smaller county in a smaller community, we have that cohesiveness and we're able to, um, Laverne is able to familiarize themselves with the resources that are available throughout the county. And we, and we definitely take advantage of that. So uh, tell me a, a little bit about your, your work on the committee. Uh, Katie told me that you've done this for a while. Um, so last year uh, with COVID, um, the, the, the walk did not happen. And I'm sure everybody is super excited about this year. Oh, yes, we are. And um, the committee is so wonderful. We each have our own jobs and tasks that we volunteer for. And it brings together a lot of people from, um, there's a, it's a very diverse um, committee. You know, um, I have things that I can bring to the table. I know that Amy Denton has things that she can bring to the table. And some other folks, you have investigators on the committee. Um, you have different community com members on the committee. And we all come together, we have our assignments or tasks, and we make it into the event that it is. And I am so lucky to even be associated with the CAC and to be on the committee. I'm very honored. So, um, Katie, you were, or Sar Sergeant Robertson here, kind of explain how this Friday's walk is going to take place. I, I knew we, we had talked about it as we got closer to the event, we'd have all the details hammered out um, with, with COVID and still dealing with that in our community. So, Katie, how is it going to work this, uh, this Friday? Right. So we're going to have three separate ways that you can participate during the Hometown Heroes event. Um, we have an in-person, of course, um, option that you can sign up and register on our website. We'd love for you to say that you're going to walk with us at the CAC um, to support the, the victims and the child abuse victims here in Rutherford and Cannon counties and in Laverne. Um, <laughs> but... That's that's one way. And then, of course, there's going to be a virtual option. We're going to have a Facebook Live portion of the a walk going on. So you can just click on our events page. You'll be able to stream it right there and interact with us. Hopefully, comments, likes, pictures of, um, you know, how you celebrated or how you were able to be uh, aware of child abuse um, during this month of April. And then we also have a, a, a way that you can, uh, again, walk in your neighborhoods, walk in a place that you feel comfortable if you're not comfortable in being in large groups um, or if you don't even want to be on virtually. You can take pictures of you and your family, your dogs, all of your, you know, your animals, and we'd love to, you know, hear from you, whether that's via social media or email. Um, we just love to know how Rutherford County got out and supported child abuse victims on April 30th and throughout April. Mm -hmm. um, so let, let's talk about the in-person event. Where does it start? Where will you be going to? Great. We are actually asking um, 
walkers to please start at the Child Advocacy Center. You can park there at 1040 Samsonite Boulevard, and then we will have complimentary shuttles actually taking you straight to the Civic Plaza downtown Murfreesboro on Vine Street, I believe, and Church Street. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have just a small assembly there of people where we're going to have some sponsors that have asked to, to sponsor with us and, of course, be out there to meet and greet those in-person walkers as well as of course we have some t-shirts to give out for those that pre-registered but also maybe a couple extra if you need it we'll have waters there for from uh, dcs that's going to also provide waters for the walk and i think it's just going to be a great atmosphere to be able to say thank you again to all of our hometown heroes we will have awards um, ceremony that uh, our executive director sharon demore will be presenting and we'll have a, a speaker that actually comes and tells a little bit about what we've all been doing and going through for the last year Mm -hmm. and and then after that you you take off toward the CAC you take off to the (laughs) CAC and that's going to I think I'm going to enjoy that more because I was so excited about having this event last year and seeing um, I know that uh, Sergeant Robertson and her crew were really saddened about not being able to do it because of COVID last year, but um, we wanted to be as safe as possible. So it's a 2.1 mile walk straight down towards uh, the Child Advocacy Center, where then you're going to pick up a bagged lunch from Fat Guys Barbecue. And uh, we, you're welcome to be a part of that. Um, you're welcome to still participate. It's still a free walk for individuals. If you'd like to sign up online, we'd love to have you. Um, but pre-registration is important for planning for all events, especially in-person events these days. And so we, we'd love to have people come and join us at the CAC and then make their way on to the rest of their afternoon. And in our last little bit of time that we have here, I know that you've got some folks who have helped you sponsor this event to, to put this event on and uh, also bring recognition uh, to Child Abuse Prevention Month. So anybody you want to uh, mention here this morning? Yes, just a couple of these awesome supporters. Um, those like a David Price Foundation, our presenting sponsor, Josh Hawkins, um, Old South Properties, as well as Middle Tennessee Electric, Middle Tennessee Realtors Association, um, SRM, Concrete, Redstone Federal Credit Union, CRF Properties, Adient, Michael Busey State Farm, and the Middle Tennessee Emergency Physicians. Those are just some of our top sponsors that we wanted to highlight today to make sure that the community knew that they were able to help support child abuse victims. Awesome. Great stuff there. And uh, Sergeant Robertson, I, I want to thank you for um, joining us here today and, and for your work on the uh, the committee to help put this uh, event on. And um, I'm sure there'll be big smiles on uh, on Friday for sure. I am sure, and I just want to say, if anyone is driving around town through Rutherford County and they see a little garden of blue pinwheels, that is something that uh, in in the community we get together and we plant pinwheel gardens, and that's in honor of Child Abuse Prevention Month. So if you see those blue pinwheels and you wonder what they're for, that's what they're for. They're for our kids. Great stuff. Uh, Sergeant Robertson, thanks so much. And uh, Katie, appreciate it. We'll see you uh, on Friday and then next month. I hope so. Thank you so much for having us, Brian. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Sergeant Robertson. Uh, Cherie Robertson from Laverne Police and also uh, Katie Enzer with the Child Advocacy Center joining us here today on Rutherford Issues. (laughs) 